Daf. It's Daf Lamed Dalid today, and um, we are going to start at the bottom of the page on Daf Lamed Lamed Gimel Lamed Base. Okay, and that's where we begin at the line Eisve Rav Bar Shva Rav Papa. So Rav Bar Shva asked Rav Papa a question. Um, actually, really starts before. Yasser Rav Papa v'Ka'amar Lashmaiter. Rav Papa was talking about this topic, and, and then Rav Bar Shiva asked Rav Papa a question. Kate said, "Who also? He's quoting here from a Gemara coming up in Daflamidches, and it says, how what is he supposed to do? Malicha Birishain. This is talking about when you're trying to set up your eruv on a yamtif situation." And uh, basically, what you do is you bring the Erev there on the first day Yom Tif. And then you, you wait till uh, nightfall. So you, you were Konish Visa. Then you take it back with you. And then you go back on the second day. And um, he just comes there. And he spends the night there. Takes, is there and he's, uh, he's kind of the Erev till it's, you know, because you have to cross over the time of um, of Benash Mashos in order to be what we call Konish Visa, acquire that's his Makam for Shabbos and Vinotlo, um, uh, and then he eats it, and then he uh, comes. Okay, so what is the question? Am I? The question is, why would that be necessary for him to do this? What's the issue? Given the ibai amtuye, since it's possible for him to just go ahead and bring it, because the because um, basically, why does he have to bring? The question is, why does he have to bring his food, his eruv there? The whole purpose of the having the food there is because I wouldn't be able to bring it there, but you know, like on but on yamtif, it's. Um, the, the, you could carry, so you would be allowed to carry there anyway. So what's the concern? So um, which is basically what we seem to be saying that you don't have to actually bring; you just have to be able to do so. So on Yamtif, it should be very easy as long as I have food in my house and I could bring it to that location. So that's all I have to do. I don't need to actually bring it there. That's the discussion. Rashi points out over here that we're talking about when he's the first night. He's he or, or basically in these times he's the, he, he he establishes a very important principle that's uh, make sure everybody is aware of, which is is that when you're carrying, uh, when you bring your eruv, that you don't have to actually bring food. There's two choices: either you're there during the benash mashos of erev of erev shabbos, and then that's your makom shvisa. Or you send with a messenger your food to be there. And then it's it, even without you being there. But you, when you're there yourself, you don't actually need food with you. You can just start the Shabbos right out there and then come back. So these cases are here where he's going with the shliach. But anyway, the point is, the potential to bring it should be insufficient. That's the question that Rav Bashva has on Rav Papa when he said over this memra. Okay? Um, so, the Gemara answers, 
Um, what's the answer? Reb Zera answers, Gzera Misham Yamtiv Shechaliyos Achra Shabbos. The reason why is because it's a Gzera because of Yamtiv when it comes out after Shabbos. Meaning, if the first day Yamtiv is a Shabbos, like, let's say, Rosh Hashanah this coming week, so in that circumstance, you wouldn't be allowed to do so because it's Shabbos. So, because, and people will say, oh, well, I remember last Yom Tov, I didn't need to bring the food, so this Yom Tov also I don't need yeah. to bring the food. Point being is people won't realize that, uh, that Shabbos changes everything. So therefore, we made it across the board that it's only if the food's there. Finished. Even on Yom Tov. Oh, so the Gemara is a kasha. Ace we have a question. If you had intent to spend Shabbos in the public domain, and he put the Erev in a wall, and a wall, we're assuming, is basically going to be considered a... Well, that's the question. So the Erev is in the wall. It used to be in those days, the wall was uh, full of gaps in the wall, you know, between the stones, and people used to put stuff there. So he put the Erev, the food, in the wall that's adjacent to the public domain. And that's where you wanted to be Kona Yashvisa. So it depends. If the hole in the wall that you put it in was less than ten is less than ten tvachim, eruv eruv, that's a good eruv. But if it's higher than ten tvachim, ain't eruv eruv. Why is that? Because your makam shvisa, where you wanted to spend shab- where you want to make it develop your Shabbos, is in um, is in hayachid. I'm sorry, is in Rishasarabim. Above ten tvachim in the wall is halachically rishos so that's the problem. Now niskavin lishbo lishbos berosh hashovech. What if you want spending the Shabbos at the top of a shovech of a dovecote? Okay, basically where they keep the birds. Okay, it's an elevated area. That's where you want to be kono your shvisa. It's a little house, miniature house. Oberosh amigdal or at the top of a tower. If it's the then, and that's Rashi explains it's right next to a wall, so it depends. In this case, it's going to be the reverse scenario. If you're above ten tefachim, and that's where you put, and I mean you're obviously above ten tefachim, but if the eruv is above ten tefachim, eruv eruv, then it's a kosher eruv because you're right next to it, and you can just grab the eruv. But if you're under, if you put it on the wall under your tvachim, ain't a ruverv because that's in in the public and you can't take from the public to the private. And that's the question. Why? Why don't we say here too? Nema, we should say Since I can tilt the migdal. Just like you said with regards to the basket in the in yesterday's daf, we said that you could just tilt the basket down in below the yerushos, and um, and you could bring it to you. So uh, the same thing you could do here. You could tilt it and you could uh, bring it to you. Tilt not the wall, but tilt the tower. It's like it was like a. So that's what we're saying. Why wouldn't you be allowed to do it? Um, you could. Uh, uh, so that's the question. So you can't tilt this migdal because the migdal is nailed in. That's what Rashi explains. This migdal is nailed in. Again, the idea being is that uh, all you need to do is basically access it. So maybe you could if you tilt the tower. The answer is it's not tiltable because it's um, 
it's nailed down. Okay. Um, so it's not movable. Frag the Gemara, Rav says another answer. It doesn't need to be nailed down. It's a very tall tower. If you tilt it down, it's going to be that it's so tall that the top is going to be outside the Dalit Amos. So, um, so basically, we've got a different problem that you want to bring it from farther than, than four Amos away to you. So that's not going to work either. So that's the problem. So the Gemara says, still, um, hey, oh, so the Gemara says, still, hey, Chidami, what's the case? Um, then they say, which Rashi explains that what it means is that you have a window in the, if let's say you have a window in the, um, in, you have a window in your, um, in, in your Migdal, and you have a string, so you could just lower the string and help yourself to the food that way. Okay, so and that would be still allowed. The idea being is that the wall, when it's lower than ten tefachim, it's still not the rishus harabim; it's a karmelis. And being that Rebbe, Rebbe himself holds that uh, hey, there's no iser shvus during ben hashmashos, so that should be sufficient. Which is that's the basis for all these questions. Anyway, the Gemara explains the lack, the less lake haftamasna. Yeah, that would be nice if you had a fishing line, but you don't got that. So, therefore, that's not an option. Okay, and that brings us to the next thing. So, the Gemara on the bottom of the page, We said that if you put the Erev in a pit, even if that pit is a hundred Amas deep, it's perfectly fine. So, the question is this, Where is this bar located? If it's in a, in a private domain, it's a private domain that it has a bar on you know inside of it, and that's where you put it. Pshita, of course, it should be uh, able to be inside the pit, even if it's hundred amas deep. Why? Rishus yachid As everyone knows, that rishus yachid goes up to heaven. and just like rishus yachid extends upwards, you know, you know, to no limit. So therefore, it also goes down unlimited. So therefore, the private domain extends below the ground, too. The must be that he's standing where? In the Rosh Hashanah. So that's where this pit is, in the Rosh Hashanah. So the Gemara says, okay, if the hole is in the Rosh Hashanah, so where is he want to spend his Shabbos? Um, then you know he's on top near the near the near the pit. Then he and his erev are in two different places, and that should not be acceptable. And Ilamatan, if it's below, meaning he's spending his Shabbos inside the pit, so pshita, of course it should be good. What's the problem? So either you're telling me something that's incorrect or it's obvious. So which is it? says, It's not in Rishos Yachid, and it's not in Rishos Rabin. It's in a Carmelis. Carmelis is in between. And he plans on spending his Shabbos up a high, which is the Carmelis. 
for Rebbe, and it's the Chiddush is that it's going like Rebbe. The Amar called Dover Shumishum Shvos, anything that's just an Isser Shvos, meaning it's only rabbinic in nature. But Gazur Alav Benash Mashals, they never made Xera Benash Mashals. So that's the answer. Okay, brings us to the next thing. Mishnah. Nasnu Birosh Hakone. If somebody uh, put it on the uh, uh, on the top of a stick of a of a reed, okay, like a, a thin stick, is where he put his erev. Obrosha kundis, kundis is also some type of peg or something like that. So it's at the tip of this skinny peg. Bismanchu talush, if it's not attached to the ground, vinnaots and it's just sticking in the ground. Then, um, even if it's a hundred amas tall, really tall, um, really tall bamboo, let's say, but it's not growing. It's a, it's 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 detached from the ground, but it's sticking in the ground. So the halacha is kufama. I raise the eruv. It's a kosher eruv, okay, um, and that's what we'll see. Um, it does not have a status of a rishus hayachid, really. And therefore, it's not in a separate rishos than he is. We'll get to the Gemara. So, Rabbi Le Rav Ad Bar Masna Le Rav. So, Rav Ad Bar Masna is Rav a question. Talush v'not in. It's only okay because it's talush v'not. It's detached and stuck into the ground. Low talush v'not. If that's not the case, low, then he wouldn't be allowed. So, Mani, whose sheet is this? Because again, what's the problem with the with with taking it, taking this tree? Because he's using the tree. Well, using the tree on Shabbos, that's a shvus, that's rabbinic. So, only the Rabbanan have a problem of shvus on Bein HaShemashos. Rebbe doesn't. So this seems to be going like Rabbanan. The Amri Mishum Shvos. They say, anything that's a shvus, God's for Allah, Bein HaShemashos, then it's also even Bein HaShemashos. Problem is, we already said a minute ago, V'amrit Reisha Rebbe. We said a minute ago that the previous quote the previous mission is going like Rebbe, who says that there is no answer shvos on Bein HaShemashos. Reisha, Rebbe, V'sefer, Abanon? Did we just change teams in the middle, you know, between the two Mishnayos? Samarlei. So he said back to him, Kfar Rami Rami, this is an old kasha. Kfar Rami Rami Barcham, the Rav Chizda asked this question. Rami Barcham asked this question to Rav Chizda. Vishani Lehni gave exactly that answer. Yes, indeed. Reisha, Rebbe, V'sefer, Abanon. The first mission was going like Rebbe, this one's going with the Rabbanon. You find such things, don't be so surprised. That is what Rav Chizda answered. Ravina Amar, Ravina says, actually, you don't have to say that. Kula Rebihi, everything could be going like Rebbe. Vesefa, the reason why, if it's in a tree, that it's more problematic is because that we're afraid that maybe you'll just cut the tree because it's easier than going up the tree or using, you know, bending, bending it to you, you might just cut it off. And that gzera is, that's, that even Rebbe would agree is, uh, is problematic because we're afraid that you're going to do an Isser Torah over there. It's not just a shvus, um, uh, you know, that, 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 that we're not makbid on bin ashmashos. This gzera shem is, um, is a concern because you want to access the food and that's uh, come, that's going to happen on Shabbos, so uh, you know, that that's a, that's an iser that we're worried about for because when you're going to want to eat it, there's some time over Shabbos, and that's the concern. All right, 
So we got to the next Gemara. Haupa Musa, there was a situation where the armies were occupying the town. The Asla Nardah came to the town of Nardah. So there was, it was just very crowded with people. So Amr the Hurav Nachman, Surav Nachman told the people, the Talmidim, Poku, it's before Shabbos, go out, Avidu Kvushi Kavshi Ba'akma. Go out to the, to the plains and start bending down the, the growing wheat or whatever it is, the, 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 grass, the tall grass, and, um, and uh, you knock it down to be able to sit upon, and then, and then we'll be able to use it and sit on them. If you prepare the grass for sitting, then we could sit on it on, it wasn't grass, but it was like the very tall, you know, uh, you know the tall reeds growing, growing, and uh, we'll be able to sit on them and be able to have learning outside. Okay, we'll be able to maintain social distancing. See, knew there would be some connection. So the Gemara has a question. question. Others say was the question. Remember what we said about the reeds. We said if it's detached and not growing and you just stuck it into the ground, so then it's okay. But if it's not tolush and not notes, meaning it's still growing, low, you're not allowed to use it. It's like using the tree. So how is this uh, allowed over here? So so he told him, Hasam Uzradin. What the case over there, where it, if it's growing, it's problematic, was a case of where it's already hardened. Those are hardened bamboos that are tall and like wood. And that would be an iser of being mishtamish bi'ilam. And we're talking about where it's closer, it's, it's shorter, and it's uh, still green, and it's uh, softer and more bendy. And therefore, it's, it, it never made the gzeira by grass or something to be able to sit on the grass or bend it, um, even if it's fairly tall, but it's not, it's it's not hard like a tree, like wood. Now, Where do we see that we make such a distinction? Because the Bryce says, These are all various types of like thorn branches, reeds, and stuff like that. Min Elon Hain, their trees, Ve'ena Klein Bekerem, and they're not connected, there's no issue, Isser, of Klein Bekerem if they're growing near a vineyard. And then we have a, uh, an opposing Brysa, Konim Kidon, Konim, the same Kodim, Kidon Urbanin, Min Yerkin, they're a type of vegetable, they're like a grass, or greens, Ve'ena Klein Bekerem, and it is an issue of Klein Bekerem. Kashya Adadi, it just contradicted each other. The only way to make the distinction is this. If it's hardened like wood, then there's no problem if it's growing near the vineyard. But if it's softer, then it is a problem. Shmamina, and that's the bottom line. Is it true? We just mentioned that Kida is a Yerek. Is that really true? I have a Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, in Markivin Pegum Al Gabi Kida. You can't um, put the Pegum is a type of, uh, um, I don't know, Rashi translated it as Rudal, the Lazi Rashi says it's Pegum, 
Uh, let me see if I have it over here. Thought I had. Yeah. Vegan. It's a type of plant, whatever. It doesn't really define it. But the point is, it's, uh, it's an iser of um, mingling species. Even with al gabi kida levana, mepneshu yerek bilan, because you're you're doing a vegetable to a tree, which is a problem. Samra papa kida lechod the kida levana lechod. The difference is kida is indeed a vet is a is a is is a kida is is different than kida levana. So that was talking about kida levana, and that's what's not allowed. And here we're talking about kida, and that's why it is allowed, and it's not a problem of climb. Okay. Um, I think that's the answer. Um, okay, that's it. Okay, Bring, brings us to the new Mishnah. Zag the Mishnah, not the Bimigdal. Let's say you put the Erev in a Migdal, a tall tower. The Avera Mafteach, and I lost the key. I can't find the key to access the food on, um, and I don't know where it is. Harese Erev. It doesn't affect the validity of the Erev because I don't have to actually eat it. And, you know, you lost the key. It doesn't bother. It's still there, the food. If you don't know that the key is in the right place, ain't no Erev. It's not a good Erev. Okay? So that's the Machlokas in the Mishnah. Preg the Gemara of Amai What's the Tanakama? You can't access the Eruv. It's in a different place. It's, it should be the same as if it's in a different Rishos. Like it's in Rishos Yachid, Rishos Arabim, or vice versa. It's no good because you can't access it. The same thing over here. So, Rabbi Shemodam Tabai, they both answer, We're talking about a tower built out of bricks that are, that are not. It's not, they're just stacked. It's basically a stack of bricks that's not actually built. It's going like Ramayr. You can just take it apart because it's not a real structure. It's, it was not attached in any way. You could just remove the bricks and access it. So obviously you like the structure there. You don't want to do that. But if you lost the key, you could just pull out the bricks and help yourself. And it's not, and it's not a, a question. It's not a Isser of binyan or stira because it's not really attached in any way, and that's shitas rameir. At the time, it happens to be a machlokas in the Mishnah. Bayishemeluhu peros. If you have a house filled with fruit, satum. That's and it's a sealed house with no doors. Vinifchas and a part of it opened up somehow. Okay, no tell me You can access the food from where the opening is. Rameir Omer, Poches Vinotel You just help yourself and pull out the house and take it apart to be able to access your food. I've Omer Rav Nachman Adam or Shmuel, Bavir Delivni, and they explain Rav Nachman Bar Adam says the name of Shmuel. We're talking about where it's like we said before. It's a brick structure, basically stacked bricks that made a sealed house. It's just a way to stack the bricks, but there's an empty cavity in the middle where he, kept, where he stored his fruit. The same situation, and that's why he's allowed to take it apart. Rabzera says, puts a major qualifier on that. He says, that's only loud on Yantif. But he says that it's also to do so on Shabbos. Okay? Um, so that's a, I mean, it's a problem. It's only allowed on Yantif. 
Hachinami um, bi So, what do you think? We're talking about yamtif, and that's why it's okay. Frag the Gemari. Achi ainu diktani Allah. Rabbi Lazar Omer in biir avad eruv eruv in misade avad ain eruv eruv. So, if it's so, how could you possibly say we, this is going to continue into tomorrow's daf? But how could you possibly say that we're talking about on yamtif? Because Rabbi Lazar says a chilek that it makes a difference whether he's in the, whether he's lost in the city, the key, or in the, or in the, uh, or in the field. Now, so the question is, uh, What's the difference between an ear and a sada? In both places, you're allowed to carry. So why should it make a difference if it's a, talking about where uh, it's a question of uh, you know carrying? So I could understand there might be a difference, but if it's a question of on Shabbos, it would make such a difference. But on Yom Tif, this distinction doesn't make a chiluk. So therefore, it is back to the question. And that's where we'll continue from tomorrow. Mitzvah Shem will give an answer to that question. But the bottom line is, is that um, right now we're saying that it's on, taking place on Yom Tif, And that's why it's allowed. But on Shabbos, indeed, there's a gzera that they don't allow it on, on Shabbos to take apart such a structure. Anyway, to, to be continued tomorrow... Pleasure learning. Tchumin, exactly, Tchumin, right. That's, well, Yetchumin, that's right. Yeah, you definitely do need an Erev Tchumin on Yom Tev. What, what Erev Tchumin on Yom Tev, again, Tchum just means, it's nothing to do with carrying. It has to do with walking outside the Tchum. But it's tri- it's easier because that's what we that's exactly what we started off with on today's daf. That what's the problem? Why do you need the food there if it's yamtiv? I could just bring the food with me. It's not a carrying issue. So that was exactly. But it's uh, they made xera anyway. But that's the story. All right, very good, everyone. Have a, what time is daf tomorrow? I think a regular Sunday schedule. If it's okay with everyone, eight o'clock. Okay. Um, all right, it's a late night tonight for some. Uh, others people wake up in the morning, but uh, we'll call it for 8 o'clock in the morning and 6.30 in the afternoon. Both are options for everybody. Okay. Okay. Be well, everyone. Uh, Shavuot Tov, Shavuot Tov. Okay, bye-bye.